Thank you for tuning in to this session of Yoga Sesh. And the class that you are about to take was recorded live. So you might hear a little bit of breath or people moving around in the background of the audio. And the class is also a longer class, about 75 minutes. It's generous both with yin, a slow start, um, and yin at the end. And then in the middle, a good amount of active yang postures with some vinyasa-like transitions that help you flow, build heat, and build a strong integration in your body. The class was inspired by this concept I've been playing with um, that I'm calling inner archaeology, which means that on your yoga mat you are like an archaeologist and you're digging into your system and dusting off dirt and discovering these really precious parts of yourself that are on your interior. And when you dust off kind of your inner world, sometimes you find some gunk and some difficult things, um, but you also eventually get to these golden seeds inside of you. And golden seeds are something that everyone has, but we often lose connection to them or forget that we have them. So my hope is during this physical practice that you also get to move through some layers, some psychological layers, some emotional layers, and reconnect to one of the golden seeds, which is your capacity and desire to be strongly in tune and connected to yourself. And when you get there, when you feel really whole and really aware of who you are and how you are, you have a greater capacity to then foster connection with the people around you, with the animals around you, with the surroundings, whether it's an urban landscape or a rural landscape or being deep in the woods or by the ocean, you're able to connect with what's there, what's present. And it's, it's a process. We can do many, many, many archeological digs um, in order to re-remind ourselves that we have the capacity for connection. And we also have the capacity for compassion, for giving and receiving love in a very pure way. So I hope that this class is good for you. And um, I'm so grateful that you are using Yoga Sesh Podcast. If you want to get in touch with me, please reach out um, via my website, CaitlinRoseKenny.com or Instagram, CaitlinRoseKenny. And I hope you have a great practice today. Lay down and make yourself comfortable and then place your left hand on your heart and your right hand on your low belly. Rest your head. And you can close your eyes or you can keep your eyes open. If your eyes are open, let your gaze still and get softer and more receptive so that the imagery that is above you can fall into your eyes. And begin to deepen your breathing. As you breathe, you can feel how your body is three-dimensional. Every inhale that you take, 
you're stretching outwards, making contact with your mat, with your clothing, with the air. And every exhale that you take, you're retreating in towards your physical center. And on the exhales, you're also removing air from your lungs and you're brushing off or dusting off energetic residue from other people, other places, conversations. And with every inhale, you are recontacting your environment and reconnecting to the landscape that you're in. And every exhale, you're reconnecting to yourself, your interiority. So this beautiful pulsation that's happening is balancing you and offering you the wisdom that half of the time it's about connection with what's around you and half of the time it's about inner connection and that the two support one another so if you have a strong inner connection it's going to feel natural for you to then connect to the world around you. So as we move through the practice, see if you can re-acknowledge and re-remember this sweet pulsation as it's happening. Inhales, making contact, noticing what's happening around you, what kind of bigger soup you're a part of. And exhales are the time you cherish your relationship with yourself. And you get rid of the noise and distractions. With your next inhale, reach your arms over your head, take a full body stretch, and then just take an open mouth exhale. Good, hug your knees into your chest, and rock a little bit side to side. Draw your knees and big toes to touch. Keep your feet where they are. Take your arms out to the sides, palms down against the ground. So you might need to stagger with your neighbors. From here, slowly turn your knees to the right and your head to the left. Keep your knees hovering in a twist. And then just as slowly, rotate your body back to its midline and start to rotate in the other direction. Link your breath and your movement. Inhales, you pull towards your midline. And exhales, you turn slowly into a twist. And as you continue, make your movements continuous and slow. 
On the surface, you can appreciate the massage across your buttocks and your scalp. And then more towards your center, you can connect with the kindling that's happening in your low belly. Your low belly is not only the physical center of your body, it's also an energetic center. And when we are strong in the low belly and connected to the low belly, we're more tuned into our inner wisdom and also our intuition. Think of your low belly space as your inner ground. So your exhales take you to your inner ground. And no rush, but you're going to balance out your right and your left sides on these twists. And then re-wrap your arms around your shins. And you could get a deeper wrap. You could reach for opposite elbows. Curl your forehead up to your knees. Set your feet on the mat and place your right ankle on top of your left knee for a reclined figure four. Right toes are flexed. Reach through the keyhole of your legs and interlace your hands around your left hamstring. Draw your left leg towards you until you feel something interesting in your hips. And as you take this reclined figure four, you're welcome to add a little bit of movement, moving the hips slightly or pulsing your left leg in closer and then letting it move away. Pull your breath deeper into your body and imagine your breath circulating in your hips in a figure eight pattern. The breath washes in and around the structures of your hips. Your breath can also move in and around the internal organs in your low belly. From here, make sure your hands are around your left hamstring and kick your left heel up to the sky. Slowly push through the ball of your foot, feel your toes spreading, and then point your toes completely so that you're stretching the top of your ankle and shin. And then begin to spread your toes, fan them backwards, feel the ball of your foot punching outwards, and then flex your ankle, push up and out through the heel, pull your toes towards your shin. And do this one more time where you slowly point and articulate the foot and then you spread your toes to initiate perfect moving back towards a flex. Roll out the ankle a couple of times. And then to feel more in the hamstring and the calf, push up and out through your heel a lot. Some of you can pull your left leg towards you if you want to feel more. Gorgeous. And then soften your left knee, we'll change sides. Left ankle on top of your right knee. Reach through and interlace your hands around your right hamstring or shin to start. For more sensation, you guide your legs towards you as if they were gonna come flat to your chest. They don't need to get that far, just going in that direction. And if you want a little bit less sensation, you move your legs away from you. Feel your breath lower. Inhales expand your belly. 
and visualize the breath exploring your hips. Breathing into the places that you have sensation and breathing into the places that you're curious about. Hands are behind your right hamstring so that you can kick your right heel to the sky. And you'll slowly push to a full point. And then just as slowly, you'll spread the toes, feel the balls of the feet stretching open, and then approach the flex, pushing up and out through the heel. Good, do that again. Pointing and flexing strengthens the foot and ankle. And then you can roll out the ankle, finding more movement, maybe some pops happen in your ankle or toe joints. And then a full, full flex so that you've got a healthy calf and hamstring opening. If you want more sensation, guide your right leg towards you. Gorgeous. Release, unravel your legs. Hug your knees to your chest and begin to roll forwards and backwards. So three to five rolls up and down the spine. And then you'll cross your ankles and come forwards into tabletop hands and knees. Tabletops, curl your toes under and we'll head into Anahatasana. So as you walk your hands out, see if you can add a little sway. Let your hips and your ribs slosh side to side. Eventually, you'll slow down the movement and melt your forehead to the mat. Activate your arms by pushing into your fingertips and you can let the center of your palms tone and cuff upwards. Yeah, elbows straight and strong. Head and heart release down between your arms. Take one more full breath here. Notice how the breath creates a pulsation that offers you different layers of opening in your body. And then we'll walk the hands back, come into tabletop, hands and knees. And in tabletop, working with the wrists, spin your right hand clockwise until your forefingers point towards your knee and your thumb points to the outer edge of your mat. Spin your left hand counterclockwise, same thing, four fingers towards your knee, thumb to the outer edge of the mat. Check in. If this is too strong of a wrist stretch for you, you can take the fingers straight out to the sides instead. From here, cow-cats, drop your belly button, lift your gaze, open up your throat. On your exhale, pull your belly button back, draw your chin to your chest, tuck your tail, tuck your chin, and round your spine. Beautiful. Again, inhale, drop your belly button, flare your sit bones up to the sky, lift your gaze, and exhale to slowly round your back. So as you take a few more rounds of this with your breath, see if you can just gently coax your body into slightly deeper ranges of motion. So when you round your back, you can widen the shoulder blades more and tuck the chin more strongly. Good. Keep going. Let's do one more. And just feeling how everything's connected to everything else. So this wrist flip is going to have an effect on where you're feeling 
the other movements and stretches. Start to release your heart and make the spine neutral and turn your hands back around to the normal direction. Then come into downward facing dog. And in down dog, take your feet as wide as the mat with your pinky toes hanging off the sides. Bend your knees. Flare your sit bones up to the sky. Good, and take three deep breaths here without moving a lot. So just holding the shape, knees bent, sit bones lifting, breath moving. And as you find the deep breath, there's a tractioning or a spacing of the vertebra. The crown of your head naturally reaches to the space between your thumbs. So where you're feeling sensation is a particular layer and line in your body. As you drop your heels and your knees move towards straight, notice that the sensations move to different layers. And then of course you have different qualities of sensation as well. Begin to lift your heels up, tuck your chin and tuck your tail, round your back until you come forwards to a wide-footed plank pose and hold your wide-footed plank. From here, squeeze your outer ankles in and notice how strong your legs became. Also that your low belly started to tone and your glutes toned as well. So that support system is really important whenever we go into back bends. Let's go back to down dog first. Lift your sit bones up to the sky. Lift heels, tuck chin, round back. Arrive slowly in plank pose. Squeeze your ankles in. Keep your toes as they are, a very simple form of up dog. Just lower the hips and lift the heart. Remember that your ankles are squeezing in, your legs are strong, low belly toned. Down dog as you exhale. Another time, a little bit more fluid, lift the heels, tuck the chin, round the back. You can hold plank if up dog does not suit you. Squeeze the ankles in. Some of you will visit up dog, lift the heart, push your heels back so the legs grow. Good, down dog as you exhale. Walk your hands backwards until your heels drop and you're in a wide-footed forward bend at the back of your mat. Interlace your hands at the base of your skull and then wrap your forearms into your cheeks so you can see the tips of your elbows dropping to the ground. A little sway or a dangle. Let your hands remind your neck to soften. Your forearms remind your temples and your jaw to soften. Release your fingers down to the ground. Turn your heels in and take a squat. Come down to Malasana. Perfect. Walk your fingers forwards. Begin to drop your head, drop your tail around your back. Take a big breath into the back of your lungs that puts space between your ribs. Good. You can send your heels wide as you re-raise your hips and come into a forward fold. Head releases. Toe heel your feet into about a hip width distance. Inhale, halfway lift, look down your mat. Walk your hands forwards to plank pose. Take a breath in in plank pose and lower slowly all the way down to the mat. Once you've landed, brush your toes back. Imagine that there was a block between your ankles, so your feet are hip width, 
and squeeze the imaginary block with your ankles. Reach your big toes back and down. Low cobra pose. Inhale, pull your heart forwards, upwards. Exhale to melt down again. Slide your hands back an inch. Ground your feet again. Inhale, cobra pose. Lift your heart. Exhale, forehead down. Pull your hands back an inch. You should start to feel your wrist stretching. Cobra pose. Inhale, reach your elbows back and your chest forward. The skin on your chest really stretches. Exhale, release. Good. You'll probably need to pull your hands just a wee bit forwards. Tuck your toes, tone your belly. Find your way to down dog. Down dogs, take a deep breath in through your nose and an open mouth exhale. Good. One more full breath. Inhale, softening with your exhale. Lift heels, bend knees, look forwards. Bottom of exhale, walk, step, or hop to your hands. Beautiful. Forward fold and then take your feet hip width if they aren't. Bend your knees all the way down into a squat. So a new squat where the feet are parallel, toes forwards. And then re-raise your hips up to the sky. Keep your head dropping, forward fold. Soft knees come all the way up to standing. Inhale, sweep the arms wide and up. Palms will touch. Exhale, pull your hands down in front of your heart. We'll move through a sun salutation, but you'll notice that there's just a couple of differences than what you're used to. So just stay tuned in for the cues that might be a little bit different. Inhale, breathe the arms wide and up. Exhale, forward fold, hinge from your hips. Fingers to the ground, keep your fingers on the ground and take a deep squat. Drop your head and release your neck. Re-raise your hips up to the sky. Keep the crown of your head reaching to the ground. Step back to plank pose. Pause in your plank and squeeze your ankles in. Simple up dog, no chaturanga. Just dip the hips, lift the heart, wrap the shoulder blades together. Down dog as you exhale, raise your hips up and back. Take a couple of deep breaths in downward facing dog. Push down through your index knuckles and the muscles that are between your index knuckle and your thumb knuckle. So the whole inner seam of the hand feels grounded. On your next inhale, lift your heels. As you exhale, look forward and at the bottom of the exhale, walk, step, or hop to your hands. Feet are hip width, deep squat. Lower your hips down to your heels. Keep your head dropping. Re-raise your hips to the sky, forward fold. Arms wide, stand up, inhale, bring the palms to touch and hands flow down in front of your heart. Keep flowing, inhale, reach wide and up, draw a huge circle with your fingertips. Exhale, forward fold as you exhale. Bring your fingers behind your ankles on the ground, take a deep squat, drop your head. Keep your hands there, raise your hips. Good, step back, plank. Breath in in plank pose. No chaturanga, lift your heart into upward facing dog, strengthen your legs more. Down dog as you exhale. A few deep breaths in down dog. So I've said squeeze your ankles in several times already in this class. There's a really nice mirror between the upper and lower body. So in addition to squeezing your ankles in and your shins in, you can also squeeze your wrists and your forearms in. 
and feel how that attunement to your midline makes you feel strong and it also makes you feel spacious, like the bones of your body have learned how to stretch and to reach. Lift your heels, bend your knees, bottom of exhale, come to the top of your mat. Fingers on the floor behind your heels, bend your knees, take a deep squat. Keep your fingers there, forward fold, belly on your thighs as you lift your hips. All the way up to standing, soft knees, inhale, rise. And exhale, pull your hands down in front of your heart. Pause here, you can drop your gaze or close your eyes. Notice the feeling of moving sensation below your skin. And there's lots of different layers of movement. So going below the skin is like going below the surface of the ocean and seeing all of the life there. The different kinds of fish and coral and seaweed, the underwater currents. You can blink your eyes open and grab one of your blocks. Place the block between your upper inner thighs, feet are hip width distance, second toes pointing straight forwards. Bend your knees, see if you can brush your middle fingers on the ground, you know you're sitting really low if you can get there. Keep your hips this low and pull your hands forward, bring your biceps by your ears. Now another name for chair pose is awkward pose, which means that we're going to try to do two things that are completely opposite. We're going to stay seated in the lower body and try to stand in our upper body. Yeah, so the chest lifts. Beautiful. Airplane arms as you exhale. And keep flowing the arms. Inhale, biceps up by ears. Airplane arms, maybe you sit a little lower into your chair. Inhale, arms up, squeeze the block a little bit. Exhale, airplane. Nice breath. Inhale, hands high. Airplane and we'll pause. Rock the weight forwards into the balls of the feet, starting to lift the heels. Squeeze your ankles and your shins in. Keep that and try to widen your kneecaps. You'll feel your inner thighs hugging the block. So we've got all of these calibrations happening. Ankles and shins in, knees wide. Inner thighs hug the block. And it's opening the channels inside of your body. Drop your heels, inhale, arms up. Keep the block forward fold. Wrap your arms around the back of your calves. You can wrap your fingers around the back of your ankles. Pull upwards on your legs, slide your chest down. So a strong sandwich of your upper and lower body in this forward fold. Unravel your arms, set the block off to the side. Halfway lift, inhale. Plank pose, exhale. Plank poses, look forwards and we'll lower all the way down again. And brush your toes back. Super Cobras, hand, hands forward and wide of the mat. Push into your fingertips so the palms are cupped, your elbows are kind of pointy and up towards the sky. Inhale, rise to Super Cobra. Exhale, drop your left ear to the mat. Inhale, lift up, coming to the height that feels good for you. Right ear to the mat. Inhale, rise. Forehead down to release. Slide your hands in, tuck your toes, find your way to downward facing dog. Beautiful, everyone. 
Down dogs, ground your hands a lot so that your right leg becomes light and brush your straight right leg up and back behind you into a three-leg dog. Knee to nose as you exhale, bring your shoulders over your wrists. Inhale, right leg back again. To your left armpit as you exhale. Beautiful, inhale, right leg back. Step through, right foot next to right thumb. Set up for warrior one. Step your back heel down with the left toes pointing to the front left corner of the mat. And lift your chest, your arms. Once you're upright, bring your awareness down into your feet and push your feet into the ground. So as your feet deepen into the earth, your legs will naturally go deeper in their expressions. So the back leg gets straighter and stronger, like a tent stake that's going to push farther into the ground. And your front knee bends slowly, more and more, exactly. Scooch the right toes forwards and take a deeper lunge. There's a descent in the lower body and an ascent in the upper body. Lift up through your thumbs, so beautiful and then release your hands to the ground and find your blocks, put the blocks under your hands. Once you've got the blocks under your hands, step your back foot forward two inches, not very much. Straighten both of your legs and take a halfway lift. Pull your heart forwards through your arms. We're setting up for Parjvottanasana, the pyramid pose. So the front leg is either straight or if you feel like your back is rounding because you have some hamstring tightness, bend your front knee a little bit and then pull your sacrum up your back, flare your sitting bones so that you don't have a turtle shell anymore on your spine. And then we'll bow forwards. You can bend the elbows, drop the head, and release over your front leg. Just do a self-check-in, self-adjustment. Bring one hand to your sacrum and find out if your hips are mostly level. You might be able to feel that they're uneven and you correct them until the sacrum feels level. And then once you've got that, ground your feet so that your legs are toning and you can bring your hand back to the block. A variation, take a halfway lift with your inhale. Walk your blocks forwards and turn them to the highest height if they aren't. So this will actually take us a little bit deeper when the blocks are on the high setting. You can even come to your fingertips here. Pull the heart forwards. Your arms reach forward and drag length into your side bodies. And then roll your biceps to the sky as you melt your head and your heart down between your arms and bow over again. Try to grow your toes forwards. Grow your toes out of your foot. And then pull your right hip back away from the growing toes. Lift your gaze again, soften your right knee, shift all the weight into your right foot, float your left leg up to the sky, grounded warrior three. Bend both of your knees at the same rate and drop your body into a seed shape or a jiva squat. Then push outwards, re-expand, straighten through your legs and draw your heart forwards. We're going to do this three more times really slowly. So on your exhales, you're pulling into a seed towards the physical center of your body. And on your inhales, you're pushing outwards. Keep going with your breath and add some flavor. So you can take your hands off the blocks and do something different with your hands or your arms. You can also change what your foot is doing. You could try a point, a flex, or a yoga foot. 
You can also bring your knees to touch in different places. We'll re-expand, so after the fourth Jiva squat, expand. Left ankle behind your right, pinky toe sides of your feet are touching. Forward fold with your legs crossed. Rock the weight into your heels, rock the weight into your toes, and find equilibrium, the four corners of your feet grounding. Completely re release your head. If you're still using blocks, you'll walk your blocks over to the right. Everybody walk your hands to the right. And then as if you were going to pick something up off of the floor that was just past your left fingertips, you reach your left fingers out and push your left foot down into the mat more firmly. Huge breath into the left side of the lungs, the outer left hip, IT band. Shift over the midline. Feel your feet, a little softness to your knees, right? So then you don't feel rigid. You actually feel um, prepared for anything. Bring your palms together and come up towards standing. Beautiful. Start to reach your fingers to the sky and lift your right knee into your chest for one leg Tadasana. Now, as if you wanted to study the way that you stand on your foot, you'll slowly bring your right foot to the ground. And as you step into it, noticing how you place your foot, and we're going to one leg Tadasana with the left knee lifting. So just feeling all of those calibrations that you make to stand on your right foot. From here, figure four pose, bend your standing leg, roll your inner left thigh to the sky, place your ankle just above your knee. Now move your booty back and reach your hands forwards like you were gonna hand me a beach ball. Move your booty back more, reach your arms forwards more. Keeping your side bodies long, pull your hands to the sole of your foot and your knee. And now that your palm and your foot are in contact, you can have a conversation there. Press your palm and your foot together. Notice how that lights up your interior. We'll stay here for several breaths. If you want more sensation, your fingers can come to the blocks or the floor and you can push the ball of your foot against your bicep muscle if you've lowered the hands. Come back to the figure eight breathing pattern in your hips. And if there's little changes that you want to make, little explorations, please do that. We'll slowly come to standing. Start to reach your hands to the sky. Lift your left knee to your chest. One leg Tadasana. And replace your foot and release your arms down. Capture your inhale to sweep your arms wide and up. Lift your gaze. Forward fold as you exhale. Fingers on the mat behind your feet. Deep squat. Lower your hips as much as you can while honoring your knee joints. Re-raise your hips to the sky, drop your head again. Beautiful, step back, plank pose. Take a breath in, in plank. This time we'll flip our feet for up dog, so just flip one foot and the other foot, and then no chaturanga, lift your heart. Good, and then tone your belly down dog, and you can flip one foot at a time, or some people flip both. It's really fancy when you do both at the same time. Down dog has 
uh, a magical quality of restoring our equanimity. So even though we are not balanced, we haven't done the other side yet, you can feel equanimity coming back here. And the reason that's important is because there are so many ways in which our life is not a symmetrical experience. It's not as balanced as we would like it to be. So we have to figure out what are the ways that we get resourced and come into balance by choice and through our own kind of wisdom. Inhale, raise your left leg up behind you. Knee to nose as you exhale. Inhale, left leg back. Right armpit, left leg back, inhale. Step through, left foot next to your left thumb. For warrior one, your feet are on a hip width pattern. Step the back heel down, come on up. Begin in your feet. And you can move your attention slowly upwards through the rest of the posture. And it should really take five, at least five breaths to get fully expressing yourself in warrior one. It's not a pose that you can get to in one or two breaths. So you continue to lunge your front knee. You might need to scoot your toes forward so that you are actually getting into your potential, your depth here, the back leg getting straighter and stronger. Lift through your low belly, and then move the energy from your chest through your shoulders, through your elbows, wrists all the way to fingertips. Gorgeous, bring your hands to the ground, find the blocks. Once the blocks are under your hands, step your back foot forwards two inches. Straighten both legs, inhale, look forwards. And then some of you add the micro bend to your front knee if you know that that works better for your hamstrings and your low back. And then you drop your head and bow over. So kind of um, a nice little dovetail to the way that the breath teaches us to touch the world around us and to also let go of it and go deeper into ourselves. Your body also has that organic wisdom. So when we're doing these yoga poses in vinyasa or what I call yang style of yoga, you want your bones to grow. So the bones reach out. And then your muscles pull inwards. So it's two different currents. You can feel the bones reaching and the muscles pulling in and up. The currents sliding across one another in opposite directions. Look forwards, walk your block hands forwards. Put your blocks on high so that you can keep the arms elevated essentially and drop your head and your heart down through your arms. The arms drag length into your side bodies. The skin from your hips to your armpits gets longer. Look forwards, soften your left knee, shift all the weight into your left foot. Grounded warrior three, float your right leg up to the sky. Slowly bend your knees, curl into a ball on your exhale. And inhale, re-expand. Take three more with your slow, steady breath and find something creative. A foot, a change of where your knees are going, 
changing what your head and your neck are doing. And once we get to the fourth one, re-expand, cross right ankle behind the left, pinky sides of your feet touch, drop your head. Ground your feet into the mat, the earth beneath the mat. Walk your hands over to the left and simultaneously reach out through your right hand and push down through your right foot. Swing over your legs so you're on the midline again. Feel your feet, pull your palms in front of your heart. Inhale, come up to standing. Hands start to reach high, left knee up to your chest, one leg Tadasana. In slow motion, you bring your left foot back towards the ground. Step into your foot. Begin to pull your right knee to your chest. Figure four, bend your standing leg to create a shelf for your right ankle. Hips back, hands forwards. Reach out through your arms, flare your sitting bones behind you. Keep your heart reaching forwards. Bring your hands around your knee and the sole of your foot. You have many breaths here. Keep the weight in your left heel. Two more breaths down low in the hips. As we transition, we'll go towards one leg Tadasana, but if you fall out, just celebrate that moment. It's the mind and the body coming back together really quickly. And then we'll release our foot to the ground. Release the arms. Capture the inhale. Sweep your arms up. Forward fold. Exhale. Fingertips stay on your mat. Deep squat. Re-raise your hips. Forward fold. Step back plank pose. We'll flip the feet, keep your arms straight. Upward facing dog, inhale. Tone your belly and lift your sit bones and then flip your feet so you can get into down dog. Down dogs, inhale, raise your right leg behind you. Step through and place your foot in the center between your thumbs. Take one of your blocks, put it inside of your right ankle and put your right hand on the block. Turn your left heel down, peel your left hand up to the sky so you've opened your chest into extended side angle pose. You can look down at your right hand and just make sure that your right elbow is touching your inner knee. So if you need to adjust where the block is, you can. And then you might consider lowering the block or some people do have their fingers on the ground in this pose. Whatever your hand is touching, you push into. And then feel how your chest gets brighter and your left arm reaches more. You can turn your gaze up if you want to strengthen your neck. You can turn your gaze straight forwards, the neutral head 
is kind of a balance between strength and ease. And then looking down is the easeful quality. So if you have any neck issues today or if your nervous system has just felt like it's been under stress, look down at the ground. It'll be a little bit more calming and quieting. Keep pushing your feet into the mat and that actually reveals everything about the pose. Feet grounding helps you radiate more. Take your last breath here. Anchor your right arm backwards into your right leg. And then we do need to get the block out of our way. So we'll just put the block forwards towards the top edge of the mat and then inhale up to warrior two. Straighten your right leg. Turn your toes towards the long side of your mat. Just checking to see that your feet are even with one another. Interlace your hands behind your back. Bend your knees. Start to reach out through your knuckles, lift your arms up, lift your chin up, squeeze your shoulder blades together, the center of your heart pushing out of your chest. Forward fold as you exhale, lift your arms off of your back. Now reach out through your knuckles like you were trying to touch something just beyond reach. Beautiful. And let your shoulders leave your ears. Yeah. Your shoulders leave your ears so that your neck becomes longer, more spacious. Soften your elbows, release your hands to the ground. Keeping your fingers on the ground, take a halfway lift as you inhale. Turn over your right shoulder. You're in a lunge facing the top of your mat again. Just wiggle your right foot a little bit to the right so your feet are hip width. Push your feet down, hover your arms back into an airplane shape. So you're in a lunge with airplane arms. Tone your belly, lift your belly off of your right thigh. Launch into warrior three with airplane arms. Shift the weight all the way into your right foot. Good, slowly you approach one leg Tadasana by pulling your left knee up to your chest. Reach your hands up to the sky. And we'll retrace ground we've already walked. Set your left foot down on the mat. Shift your weight, lift your right knee up to your chest. Figure four, sitting low, booty back, hands forwards. Booty back, hands forwards, pause. Left hand on the sole of your right foot. We're going into a twist. You can place your right forearm in the arch of your foot or your elbow, or getting high up onto the upper arm tricep area. And then as you turn your chest over to the left, you could bring the palms together. Another variation that's really nice is the left hand on the sacrum. And then everyone turn the low belly into the twist. Push your foot into your arm and it should make your leg muscles and your hip muscles tone. And that way you have integration. You're lightly toning the very muscles that you're opening and lengthening. So again, it's okay to fall out, but we will see if we can get back to one leg Tadasana. So slowly unraveling from the twist, reach your hands to the sky, lift your right knee. Good, and then set your foot down and just give yourself a little shake. Shake out your hands, you can jump up and down, wiggle. You're doing amazing um, at the 
precision today, which is great, but also like we have to sometimes not take it that seriously. I'm really good at the serious part, so I'm like trying to like lighten it up a little bit. Anyway, inhale, reach up. It's not natural yet. Maybe when I'm 80, forward fold as you exhale. Deep squat. Keep your belly on your thighs as you lift your hips, forward fold. Step back plank pose. Your version of up dog. Down dog, exhale. Inhale, left leg up. Step through, place your foot in the center between your thumbs. Put a block inside of your left ankle, left hand on the block. Turn your right heel down, right hand to the sky to open your chest to the side. Recall the cue I've given you a million times, which is to squeeze your outer ankles in. It's really helpful in this one too. So squeeze your outer ankles in. And then widen your knees. <laughs> Can you stretch your chest by reaching out through your hands more? Two more full breaths here. Look down, move the block forwards of the mat, and then warrior two, inhale. Straighten left knee. Turn your left toes forward, so they're matching your right toes. From here, we'll reach the palms up and bring the palms to touch. Turn your heels in. Bend your knees, pull your hands down your midline, then slide your hands down your thighs, your knees, your shins. Wrap your fingers right above your ankles. Bring your spine parallel to the ground, knees bent, crown of head reaches forwards, tailbone reaches backwards. Push your elbows gently into your inner knees, a widening of your inner thigh and inner groin. Let your breath be a balm for your experience. Forward fold on your next exhale, turning the toes forwards. Fingers stay on the ground, halfway lift. Turn over your left shoulder, lunge at the top of your mat. A little scooch of your left foot to the left. Feel solid with your feet hip width distance. Ground your feet, airplane arms, reach your fingers back. Good, a little more tone to the belly in preparation to launch and come all the way onto your left foot, warrior three with, e with um, airplane arms. And slowly, your right leg will transition to one leg, Tadasana. Lift your right knee to your chest, reach your hands up to the sky. Good. Like a moving meditation, you set your right foot down on the ground, you shift the weight, and you pull your left knee up. Keep moving slowly, figure four, left ankle above your knee, booty back, hands forwards. 
Stretch your side bodies as you sit lower in the half chair pose. And then right hand to the sole of your foot. That's just going to help you navigate and start to twist over to the right. Your forearm can go in the arch, your elbow, or the upper part of your arm. Keep your left foot somewhat active and pushing into your body. And this is sometimes hard to find, but it's totally possible. You have a lot of different glute muscles. Try to hug the top of your booty onto your sacrum. Hug the glute muscles onto your sacrum. Last breath here. Transitioning to one leg Tadasana, so just continuing to play with the balance. Left knee high. Good. And then bring your foot down to the ground. You can melt your arms down, take a little sway, roll out your neck. Shake out your hands. Yeah, nice little twist. Good. Take your feet wide, hands to heart, and then we're just going to shimmy our hips down to a malasana squat. Not here for too long. Bring your hands back behind you and rock down onto your sitting bones. We'll ease into the yin practice now. So take your right foot forwards, and then let's do this. Hug the left knee into the chest for a moment. So two options. You can either take half butterfly, which is where you just let the left knee drop open and the sole of the foot finds your inner thigh. Or you can take the other rotation. You hold onto your ankle, and it's more of a virasana leg. You fold your heel behind you and point your left knee out to the side. And when you take this version, you want to make sure that you've pulled your heel in close to your butt so you're on top of your ankle and then you can always adjust so your sitting bones feel a little bit more balanced. Then we go into a forward fold, and it looks different for all of us. So we could have a bolster resting on our shin and underneath our head if we're more upright. Others of us might be able to rotate the bolster in different ways and rest our head on our forearms, bowing over the right leg. You have blocks floating around. You can use those as well, making a bridge or a ramp. And then if you're feeling restricted in the back of your right leg, you can bend the knee a little bit and either place your hands under your knee or you can slip a block under your knee so it stays bent as you bow over. Good, nice work with the props. So there's a slowing of the system that happens here. And you're in those precious minutes where you actually can witness slowing. The breath slowing, the heartbeat slowing.
myself to lean into the relative quiet and relative stillness. Take one more deep breath here. Slowly draw your chest up. So if you have a virasana leg, your foot is behind your bum, be really careful and helpful as you take this leg out and stretch it forwards. So left leg forwards. Pull right knee into chest. And then some of you butterflied it, so you dropped your knee open to the side, the sole of your foot now against your inner left thigh. Some of you will hold on to your ankle. You have to lean a little bit to your left as you rotate your femur bone. Point your knee out to the side. Pull your heel in close and tight to your buttocks. And then you might need to do a lift of your hips, widen the left sitting bone, and sit down a little more evenly. It's probably not going to be perfectly even, but you can get a little closer. And then we'll start to bow forwards. You can rest your head on a prop. Some people also use bolsters and just kind of fold them into the belly and let the belly and chest rest on top of the bolster. Yeah, experiment, get creative. And we can return to the pulse of the breath, to noticing that as we inhale, our bodies, our systems, our senses are reaching outwards into the world. And on our exhales, there's a retreat or a, even a retraction in a way. The senses get to quiet. And as we move to the yin side, we can let our exhales get longer. So that creates an emphasis on the retreat quality, the going inward quality. And at the bottom of the exhale, 
there is a possibility that you naturally pause, empty of breath. Deeply centered and deeply still until it feels right for you to take your inhale. And if you explore that pause at the bottom of the exhale, try not to compete with yourself. It's not about being there as long as you can. It has more of the quality of just dwelling Last full breath. Inhale, slowly lifts your chest. And help your bent leg out and forwards. And then we'll do this fun kind of energetic release. You'll start with your hands up at the top of your thighs, and then you brush along your yoga pants and pull the energy out of your toes. And you do this a few times. So from the top of the thighs, a big sweeping brush down and out. And just ride that a couple more times. And you can then relax your arms by your sides. Add a snap. <laughs> I like it. All right, saddle pose. We have lots of props in the room, which is nice. Big toes together, sit on your heels, knees apart. There's lots of setups for saddle with yin because everybody has a different body. So if this is working and you can come back some amount, you could prop yourself against the floor with your hands on the floor, elbows straight. Some people position themselves next to a wall and they lean their shoulders into the wall, so they just stay about at this height. Some of you might be able to lower down more, and there's a lot of variations on that route. You can bring a high block underneath your shoulder blades and then another high block underneath your head. Once you've got the block situated, you relax your arms against the ground. Others of you might go back even more. You could have a bolster across your mat for your shoulders and head to rest on. 
And then if you have scar tissue in your knees, so sitting on your heels is not accessible, then we can customize with some propping underneath your hips, or we can go into supported bridge pose as a completely different alternative. So if you've got a lot of scar tissue in the knees or a current knee injury, supported bridge is a good option. Otherwise, putting a blanket or a block beneath your bum so that you honor where your knees are at today. And then whenever you're up on a prop underneath your seat, you probably don't lean as far back because it then starts to compromise the low back. Take three more deep breaths. I want to encourage you to find um, 
a counter pose or gentle movement that feels right for you. To get up out of saddle, we have to push our hands down really firmly into the ground to bring the chest up and off of the props. And then once you get your chest up, it's up to you. Do you take a child's pose or a tabletop or a down dog? You can move really slowly and you can pause. You can take a little bit of gentle movement. Supported bridges, you can take your own intuitive path. Those of you that are in child's pose, give your knees some relief and either visit a tabletop or a gentle down dog. Really nice um, staying present quality right now. I'd like for us to do our finishing posture as legs up the wall. Um, so just actually there's a bit of instruction with legs up the wall. We're going to take our bolster and place it about three inches from the wall. So that's important. The bolster is three inches away from the wall so that there is a gap between the wall and your bolster. Then you sit on your bolster with one hip against the wall and you use your hands behind you as you roll your feet up and your torso down and then you lift your booty and scooch your sitting bones into the wall. Your tail is going to drop down into the valley, which is exactly what we want. So we have a healthy lumbar curve with legs up the wall, hands, arms can go wherever you want. And you let the weight of your legs pull down into your hip sockets. And surrender to gravity. Feel the boundaries of the wall and the ground beneath you. And as we come into a state of rest and integration, it's almost as if we've been through kind of an archaeological exploration of our own interiority. And we've dug around, we've dusted some dirt off of things, and what we rediscover are these golden seeds that exist within us and within all humans. The golden seeds of connection, which with the yoga practice usually first feels like inner connection, a strong sense of being connected to your own system.
And what's so beautiful about interconnection is that it naturally leads you to feeling connection with the landscape around you, with the humans, with the animals, with the trees, also with the greater consciousness, the kind of energetic ocean that everything comes up and out of. You can feel that as well as all of the things that are manifest with our eyes and our ears. And then the other golden seed that we have dusted off is the desire and capacity for compassion. And this is a felt sense of compassion versus an intellectual version or a hollow version that sometimes happens when we say things like, oh, I just have compassion for them. It's like, is that hollow or is that deeply felt? When it's deeply felt, it's a, it's a radiant sensation. Radiant sensation moving out of you and then also a radiant sensation coming into you of the compassion of the world around you being able to come into your system. So having dusted away all of the things that kind of cloud and hide those truths and those authentic expressions of your humanness, we cherish them and try to continue holding them. And the truth is, is that the moment we even move our body, we get distracted and we lose touch. And when we go through our day, we lose touch with connection and compassion. So the task becomes re-remembering that those golden seeds are there. And then digging for them through a yoga practice, through getting out into nature, through creating or listening to music. There's lots of ways we come back. So as we find our way into the closing of the class, see if you can keep kind of holding those seeds, staying attuned to the feeling of interconnection and compassion. Begin to bend your knees down towards your chest. Roll to your right side, push your hands against the ground, and come to a seat on top of your bolster facing the center of the room.
When you get in your seat, you can pull the hands together and you put a little bit of space in the center of your palms and you put the seeds right there in your hands to be carried with you. Take your thumbs up to your third eye, a light touch between your eyebrows. May there be spaciousness in your mind. Bring your hands in front of your heart, thumbs against your sternum. May there be compassion in your heart. And then hands and head towards the ground, bow forwards. May you feel connected to the ground beneath you. And may you feel connected to your inner ground. Thank you all so much. It was wonderful to be with you. Namaste. <laughs>